to the If It Fits podcast. I am your host, one of them, Michelle Jane. And I'm your other one, Jessica Payne. <laughs> so it was my own radio station. Piss off, Jess. <laughs> Welcome to the Michelle Show. <laughs> oh, how are you, Michelle? Are you okay? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Yes, all good, thank you. Had a bit of a weird day today, a weird start to my day. My, um, I had to take my cat to the emergency vets last night. Oh, yeah, how is she? She's, she's okay. She hadn't eaten for over 24 hours, and she'd eaten the day before, but it'd been like it, like on and off for about five days, so I was starting to get a little bit worried last night, and I, I think I saw her body shaking, but I don't know if I was being paranoid either, but anyway, I took her to the vets just in case, because they told me to. So yeah, she's okay. She's back home. She had a bit of an IV drip last night and anti-sickness injection and all of that. They, they said that her bloods were quite unremarkable. And I was like, well, I do look after it really well. <laughs> so yeah, she's, she's home. She's eaten two lots of chicken today. She's still not her normal self, but she's a little bit better. But yeah, my morning consisted of like getting up, looking after her, making sure she was all right. Cause you know, I'm like crazy cat lady, um, all over her. I literally was sat on the kitchen floor at one point with her on my lap purring. <laughs> so a bit of a weird start, but I've been out, done my walk. I'm working my way through check-ins for my shape up group. And yeah, here I am. It's, it's going okay. How about you? What have you, what's your day been like? Oh, running up and down the stairs after my puppy. So <laughs> when I first had him, so I had to go to the little bed and to my desk, um, and he'll just sleep there. Yeah, that didn't last long. He's up, he's but he's running around in the door to my bedroom because during lockdown I had the a pull-up bar. Um, okay. Not just the bar one, when the hooks the hook's over. Yeah. So he's done something to the the actual frame, so I can shut the door now. So I've got my dressing room. That's why, I don't know if you've seen on my Instagram, he's running around with my bloody posing bikini. Oh, yeah, so I saw that. At least the hat's running around. I'm like right in the kitchen. Then I come upstairs, do a bit of work for 20 minutes. I think, oh, I feel sorry for him being in the kitchen on his own. So I'm like, right, I'm going to give him another chance. So I bring him up, put him in his bed. He runs and finds something else. So I'm like, right, you need to go back in the kitchen. And that's my day I've got, right? I've done nearly 10,000 steps, but I've only been on a 4,000 step walk. Oh God! Really six steps around. Then running up and down the stairs because I got this thing where I'm like, right, put him in the kitchen, and then I'm sat here like, oh, I didn't really get a puppy for him to be in the kitchen, for him to be in the kitchen on his own all day. Yeah. So I bring him up, and then he he doesn't sit still. He's chewing the wires, and I take him back down. So that's my day, running up downstairs. Oh, fun <laughs> times. So lots of pet problems going on this morning. Yeah, there is. But I have trained, get my set, I got my steps in, um, trained this morning, trained legs. I like training in the morning, so I've got into a good routine now. So um, yeah, I like training at 7 a.m. It's nice and quiet. Oh, and, do you? I, then, I don't yeah, like training in the morning. I prefer training in the morning. So I get up, eat my oats, play with the dog for half hour go train um get my steps in in between come back and i do my cardio in the evening i much prefer oh, okay that. cardio shower chill have my dinner well at least you're in a good routine that sounds good i've been trying to get myself back into a routine obviously now being you know this is my full-time job now so i've never liked training in the morning if i have to then i will and when i'm on holiday i do tend to just get up 
we go and train fasted and then we have breakfast and just chill all day but yeah while I'm at home I, I love an evening session but I also don't like going when it's peak time so what I'm doing at the moment which is kind of working so far is I'm doing like check-ins and work with clients in the mornings then I'm trying to go to the gym around well two till 4 p.m is the time I've scheduled I've been a little bit rubbish at sticking to that so sometimes I get into the gym at 4 p.m but I've got better and better every day this week and I'll be going straight after we finished recording this so usually around 3 3 30 I'm going doing my session doing cardio like immediately post-workout and then I'm coming back and finishing off some work because I find that after check-ins like it's nice to just have a little bit of a rest give my brain a break go yeah I do that as well and come back so but yeah in the future perhaps I will switch to morning training but whatever works for for you isn't it I do I love doing cardio in the morning like if I'm not doing a, tr- a training session it's a rest day I do like cardio first thing in the morning but and I would do it in first thing in the morning anyway but I want to do it mostly on the Stairmaster because I just missed it so much being out of the gym for seven months. <laughs> yeah, the gym I train in now is closest to my house. This is when I PT from now and then. It doesn't have a Stairmaster. I've been doing on my, which um, we've just been talking about cardio on my spin bike at home, but I got to keep my heart rate over 130 beats per minute. But because my resting heart rate is quite low, it's like a 45, for me to keep my heart rate at 130, I've literally got a pedal like someone chasing me for the whole 20 minutes oh I don't have that problem I have the opposite my heart rate literally goes sky high but it's always been like that since I've been younger I remember god years ago when I was probably about 15 16 training in a leisure center gym just sat on the bike and one of the PTs or whoever he was worked there came around with some band to test my heart rate and he was like whoa because I think I was holding on to the pulses on the bike and I know they're not completely accurate obviously but it was like 178 and then it was at 190 and the guy came over and he was like you need to go to the doctors and get it checked out and I also remember going to the doctors at one point years ago um I think I'd been having like chest pains and stuff and they put that clip on my finger and he said that what was it something to do with my oxygen levels and he was like well normally this signifies like pneumonia or something really serious but just go home and see how you're feeling in a few days <laughs> I was like all right okay then but yeah and my heart rate I have the bloody opposite problem where I'm going for so long and it's just so high and I'm like this really isn't you know good to keep it up this high for so long so I'm trying then to like go a bit slower but I love going fast so yeah totally opposite problem there yeah, I don't have the issue on the Stairmaster. I, I can get it up. I can get it up quite high on the Stairmaster, but obviously with the spin bike, it's just harder to get your heart rate. Well, for me, it is. Anyway. Do you used like stand up on it. Does that help? Yeah, I've tried that. I've tried standing up on it. I've tried obviously putting the resistance up. Yeah. I can get it just about to one thirty, and then to try and keep it like that. I've literally got to like you're hammering your legs then, and I'm yeah, like, hard work yeah. every single day because I got cardio every day now. So um, uh, see how it goes. I might oh. go and do the stairmaster a couple of days a week, but then I'll have to go to two gyms then, which is just annoying. But we'll see. Yeah, see how it goes. You can always do cross trainer and stuff as well, can't you? Yeah. How's your prep going anyway? Give us an update on that because how how far into prep are you now? Uh, well, it'll be nearly two weeks. So two weeks in, 
two pound down. Um, my food's still quite high. It's a lot higher than it was this far out last time. Awesome. Um, the last time I was doing five days cardio for 20 minutes. Now I'm doing cardio every day. So even though my food's higher, my output's higher. Yes, we're sort of balancing yeah, out a little sort bit. Of doing it a, a slightly different way. So um, yeah, so far so good. I'm enjoying it so far. And <laughs> I'm not tired. Feel... I'm not hungry. I'm not grumpy. I'm sleeping well. So taking all the boxes. Amazing. That's what you want out of a prep for as long as possible. I mean, it's obviously going to get harder in the final, you know, month or two. But you want to be feeling good for the <clears throat> for the majority of your prep. Oh my god, my throat's going funny. Let me have a drink. <laughs> yeah, so for sixteen weeks. I'm 16 weeks out on Sunday, so when this podcast goes out, I'll have 16 weeks left. So, Amazing, yeah. and that's just going to absolutely fly by, isn't it? And you're already looking in awesome shape from what I can see on the video. Yeah, I'm definitely leaning out, so yes. it's weird because this is a bit where it's a bit of a minefield, so I look leaner than the scales are telling me because <laughs> I've only lost two pounds, but I'm, I, I know I, I think my collarbones have come back. <laughs> My shoulders yeah. are looking leaner, so yeah, this is where like body fat and scale weight kind of don't match. Hundred percent. And do you know what? I've just been doing check-ins for um, it's been week one check-in for my eight-week shape-up group, and most of them weight has sort of stayed the same or been fluctuating up and down all week. And I did warn them prior to that happening. I said, you know, if you haven't been exercising for a long time, especially. You're going to be aching, which, you know, they've said on their check-in forms. I was so achy after the first session, which is completely normal if you're getting straight back into it. And there's just so much going on. A couple of them, you know, have been massively increasing their water intake and all of that. So there's just so much on scale. And we bang on about it all the time, don't we? That you don't need to worry about the scale and it doesn't necessarily have that accurate reflection. So but I think sometimes as coaches, even when we're like dieting down, as much as we preach that, it's also sometimes, I guess, in your own head, which is why it's yeah. good to have your own coach, isn't it? Especially, Especially if you know you've had a good week and you're exactly. feeling leaner, you're feeling smaller and you wake up, you go jump on the scales and the scales are the same. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Well, oh, that's good. So looking forward to, you know, getting the updates. We'll have weekly updates from you throughout your... Yeah, throughout so I'll update weekly now. So, yeah. so good. Ticking all the boxes at the minute. I'm happy. I'm not hungry. <laughs> and how, in terms of diet, are you doing sort of flexible dieting still or have you moved to more of a structured plan now? I've moved to more of a structured plan, but... He's pretty good in basically I've told him I wanted to eat. So while yeah. you eat anyway. So like on a training day, I'll have um, uh, oats, which I always eat oats uh, with, dark, with dark chocolate. Um, and then after, so I've got my hex sausages, potato, which I always used to eat. And then on like a rest day, I've got like hex sausage. I basically have a hex sausages every day. Um, bagel, and I always used to have my second breakfast, which was my turkey bacon and egg. So I'm still eating all the foods I used to eat. Yeah. But now it's just like more structured. So I'm basically eating the same thing every day. But it's foods I used to eat anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm enjoying it. Lush. Well, that's, that's kind of how me and you work anyway, just naturally, isn't it? Even though... We always say about flexible dieting, we both prefer to, 
Like I have yeah. the same breakfast every single day. I have the same junk bowl before bed every single day. My lunch is more or less the same just because I'm a creature of habit and I love everything. Like I'll switch up the protein source or the carb source now and again, but I just find it easier that way. It just takes the... Yeah, the only difference is, is the Tilda Rice, flavoured Tilda Rice they used to have in the... Oh, yeah. It was just easy to do. That's gone and that's potato now, but I love potato. I could eat white potato all the time. Yeah, I love potato as well. Look, I'm perfect. Yeah, and I've still got my yoghurt bowl. So kind of like your junk junk bowl, but mine's with yoghurt, chocolate, um, berries... Uh, Biscoff is now gone, sad times. Oh, but, um, so it's basically the food I used to eat anyway, but it's it's just every day now. <laughs> Lush. It sounds like my diet anyway, to be fair. <laughs> like the foods I like to eat. I've started adding this week cashew butter into my oats in the oh, morning. I love, I love cashews. I've got them oh, on my plan too. as well. Oh my God. I, I was looking for cashew butter last week when I went shopping and I couldn't find it anyway. I wanted the smooth cashew butter. I didn't know it. Yeah, I was just in like Morrison's or something yeah. at the time. I, I wasn't like hunting it down. <laughs> I had a quick scan of the aisle basically. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't tell Ron. This always happens that I wanted it. And then he came home. Like we hadn't discussed cashew butter at all. We never have it in the house. And then he randomly came home with cashew butter, which Weird. he hasn't been eating. And I've now eaten half the jar. <laughs> So I'll probably stock that back up in the next couple of days before he notices and before he listens to this podcast because he does like to listen to this. So <laughs> the time like to this on, I'm going to top it up. <laughs> 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 but no, I've started adding that into my oats and I got a new way. So I've added in the perform, uh, what's it called? Donut, cinnamon donut way. Oh, I'm going to try that. Does it actually taste like a donut? Yeah, in my oats, when I had it as a shake, I was kind of thinking, I don't really get what all the fuss is about here. It's just a little bit bland. Like, it wasn't horrible. It was nice, but I was kind of like... Uh, I don't put whey in my oats here. I grab it on separate. Oh, but in my oats, it's absolutely lush. Like, the texture yeah. is lush. The taste is lush. So, yeah. Well, I might, I might give it a go. There's so many flavours that I want. I want the bueno one, and I want the carrot cake one. So, I'm going to going to stock up on those I think in the next couple of days hmm, interesting <laughs> yeah but I was just going to say obviously you might notice we're just having a bit of an ad hoc chat here today we had a guest who was going to come onto the podcast but unfortunately they had to postpone so we just thought we'd jump on have a bit of an ad hoc chat an update on what each of us is doing and and just chat for a little bit so it's going to be a bit of a shorter podcast today but still wanted to put something out there and in terms of my training I've I'm back into the gym into my normal routine I'm on week three now of training five days a week and doing my cardio and also I'm finally starting to feel like myself again as well getting all my walks in yeah it just feels so good like I just missed it so much yesterday I had a day off it was my rest day and I needed it I was really tired yesterday my muscles were aching but today I woke up and I'm like buzzing to get back in the gym you know I've got that feeling where I can't wait to go so I'm really liking that and I I did speak about it you know I've spoken about it on my Instagram and, and on here a little bit but I was feeling really anxious before I went back to the gym just because you know as you all know I hadn't been into the actual gym obviously I've been training briefly at my home gym but since December and even as a coach and personal trainer like 
I just felt really nervous about going back into the gym and it was, yeah it was so weird so I walked in there and the first day I was kind of like keeping my head down and don't want anyone to see me but then you know because I've gained obviously a little bit of weight where I haven't been in my normal routine I was kind of like oh I don't look like I did when I left in December <laughs> I was then, exactly yeah. the same when I competed so obviously I went from being the leanest I've ever been I stopped training for weeks after Christmas I went back to stone heavier well wow. I was like <laughs> embarrassed because the last time they all seen me I was absolutely shredded and then they see me and I'm like bloody I look like I'm eating myself but um yeah, so I get it because I was the same. Like I would train in like a long top or a jumper, absolutely sweating because I had like lines and stuff the last time they see me and yeah. then I didn't see anything. <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? So I totally understand, you know, when people say they don't want to go in the gym and it's all right for us to see. You know, no one's going to be looking at you. It's absolutely fine. But it's, it, all, it is also completely normal and natural to feel like yeah. that. And I think as soon as I stepped in I felt at home again and I felt fine and I know that literally nobody's looking <laughs> I don't really care if they are anyway but um yeah I am starting to feel much more like my normal self because I love training I love feeling good healthy fit I've still got a long way to go and quite a lot of you know body fat to lose that I've gained but loving the process so I'm super excited and even though I'm obviously not prepping for a competition or anything like that I'm kind of going through this cutting phase at the same time as you so that's quite cool yeah so I'm basically making Jessica do prep with me <laughs> <laughs> except I'm only doing it on the days when I want to like <laughs> no I'm joking I'm not I, I'm actually on it but you know, like everybody else, still following the same principles that we give to our clients in terms of, you know, most of our clients are on a flexible dieting, calorie counting approach. There's a few who, you know, I've got on my team who that doesn't quite work for. So we do something different, but majority of clients do it this way. Um, and it's so much better. I'm going for afternoon tea on Sunday with two of my best friends. They bought it for my birthday in February 2019, at uh, 2020, sorry. And obviously we planned to go for it and then lockdown hit. So we had to cancel it and we haven't been able to go until now. Oh, nice. So I've been banking calories up every day this week for a lovely afternoon tea on Sunday, which I'm not going to be attempting to track. I know that I've banked enough calories. Just all bother, so, yeah. yeah, I've been you know preparing for it in advance, training hard, doing all of my cardio, my steps. So I'll just enjoy the afternoon there and get straight back on it then. So I keep hearing really good things. I'm not sure if you've been to the Angel for... Oh, uh, yeah, funny enough. That's the last afternoon team me and Phil had. Oh, was it? Yeah, Phil's mum bought it for us because um, a few months before we actually went, um, Phil's mum, she did this, she's done this three times now. She's got a diesel car and she's put petrol in it. <laughs> Phil, filled it up three times. So the third, last time she did it, she drove to, she took a mum, and sister-in-law for afternoon tea at the Angel. But of course, when she come out in the evening, she couldn't start a car. Oh no! And she realised what she's done. So me and Phil um, was was out. We was the the sister-in-law's daughter. Me and Phil took out. She was like seven at the time. So they rang us. So long story short, we had to go there. Um, 
Phil had to wait there for someone to come and fix the car while I, I took everyone else home. So she basically bought us an afternoon tea at the Angel to say thanks. Because Phil was there for a few hours waiting for the guy to come and like drain the, the tank out and stuff. So it's actually really nice. Lush, I've heard really good things, so I am mega excited. I've wanted to go for years, so I'm definitely going to be enjoying that. And like I said, jumping straight back on it then. One thing that I thought we could just have a quick chat about, which I know both of us shared it on our Instagram stories. <laughs> yeah, <we did. laughs> um, Lane Norton, he put a post out yesterday, um, which actually I thought I thought was quite you know, something that we have spoken about before and we will continue to speak about, but you know, now and again, it's nice to have a little reminder. So his post was, what people think is stopping their fat loss that probably isn't. Slow metabolism, hormones, the perfect protein carb fat ratio and specific nutrients. And what is more likely stopping their progress is actually lack of accountability, overeating on the weekends, unaccounted calories and inconsistency. So I just thought perhaps we could have a little chat about about that, Michelle, because yeah, something that's quite pertinent, you know, always <laughs> for everyone. It's always good to have a reminder on that. And I think this is something both of us come across as, as coaches and just as people anyway, but more so now. People, I do find, you know, they tend to say they've got these goals, they want to lose fat and all of this, but often there are then quite a few excuses after a few weeks you know when things aren't quite working or going as they'd envisioned in their head initially and all too often I do think people sometimes do try to turn to oh well it's because of this because of that I've got a slow metabolism I've got this I've got that when actually sometimes I think if you take a step back and look at what you are doing are you actually doing everything that you possibly can in order to achieve that goal because it can be really disheartening when when you're not achieving progress but i think all too often people can you know accidentally slip into these into these ways and we've discussed this quite a lot yeah. we, in the past um i think sometimes if you take a step back and just really analyze what have i done this week i think this is where actually writing a little journal at the end of each day like a tick list so, you know you've said you've been ticking off your boxes on prep and all of that yeah. at the end of every day if you are finding that you're trying to reach a goal say it's fat loss or whatever it might be and you're not getting anywhere stop and think have i done everything i possibly can today have i, I actually got get my clients to what i call um tick boxes and yeah. actually get them um accept them uh, what i call non-negotiables and get yeah. them, set them off every day well it's perfect isn't it some of my clients i have doing this you know if they are finding they're going through a bit of a thing and then it's like oh actually yeah i have i have been sort of licking the spoon a bit too much and not counting for those calories and oh yeah well, i haven't done my steps for three days actually in the week so and very often, you know, not, it's, none of it is intentional, but sometimes we can just fall back into these old habits, can't we? So I just think yeah. always useful to sit down at the end of the day, like you said, have I ticked all of these boxes every single day? And I just think that's really, really beneficial. And yeah, there's another one. There's got an example, actually, of a client. She was getting really frustrated. She was like, like I was putting the calories down, putting the cardio up. 
Um, and she, nothing was changing. I was like, right, there's something not right here because you're, in, you're now in a 30% calorie deficit. You're doing 20 minutes cardio every day. Like, there's, there has to be something that you're not tracking. So I got her to send me photos of her food. And then we found out she was actually cooking everything in olive oil. Oh, <laughs> hundreds of calories. <laughs> every, every single day. She's like, oh, yeah, and basically just uses it as a salad dressing, chucks it on a salad. Oh, God. <laughs> so even just like well, 20 grams of olive oil is like a couple of hundred calories. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And um, that every single day was the reason that she wasn't. So basically the extra calories she was eating in olive oil was counteracting like the cardio or the, the calorie deficit. Yeah, that cool. um, so that's why she wasn't changing. So now her weight is starting to come down now. So it could be something that you don't realize that you're doing. Yeah. Like her, like she didn't realize that she had, to, even though um, I do go through this, but she just didn't realize this like oils and milk just little things like that yeah yeah little things like that that you just don't realize 100% and that's why like if you just stop and take the time to really focus on okay have I done absolutely everything have I tracked absolutely everything have I done my steps have I trained if you know if I was meant to train and all of that have I gone over my calories like on the weekend have I had a couple of drinks that I quite didn't add in and like like we said you know not intentional usually usually it's unintentional but it's not until you actually sit and think about it that you start to realize what what you are doing so definitely good to to sit down at the end of the day every day and just ask yourself have I done everything possible to achieve my goal this week because if you find out then that you're not then you know that you've got something to work on and you know you can pinpoint what that is and you can set yourself a little target for the week ahead to focus on that one specific element which is a big part of our coaching as well isn't it it's like right okay you met everything last week but this thing could probably do with a little bit of work so let's just purely make that the focus next week less whether it's you know increase steps by a thousand a day and we'll try and gradually build up or whatever it might be um i think that's so good and what i do find is that quite often even though we promote flexible dieting which is perfect nothing is unrestricted of course we obviously promote this in a you know in a way of eating you know 90 percent nutritiously dense meals with with the odd treat we're not saying go and eat crap all day every day as you all know but i think sometimes if people are eating out in restaurants a little bit too much this is where yeah. people can fall down a little bit because as much as you can guesstimate the calories on a restaurant menu, it is difficult because it's not home cooking. You can't see what they're doing. You have no idea what oils and things that they're using. So I think in the past, like people have perhaps gone out and ate, ate out a little bit too much. And I think if you haven't then got that control necessarily over what you're eating, you're not cooking it from scratch that's where people can fall down a little bit as well. So sometimes it's about stopping and thinking, you know, if I have got this goal and it is really important to me, we do have to say, take a step back and make some compromises a little bit as well. Yeah, sometimes. I was just going to say that. It's about making compromises yeah. and sacrifices. So if, if before you wait eight, four times a week, then you can't expect to keep doing that and expect different results. You can't keep doing the same things and expect a different outcome. So exactly. 
you know, if you ate out four times a week or you had four takeaways a week, then bring it down to three and then eventually two. But yeah, people just think they can continue doing the same things and expect a different income. But if you want something you've never had before, you need to do something you've never done before. So if you're someone that's never like tracked everything you've eaten before, then you need to do that in order to get results. So alcohol is a big one as well. Yes, alcohol. Definitely. It's a massive one. So even if you're within your calories, because the effect that alcohol has on the on the body, dehydration being one of them, um, it can really affect your results. Not only that, then it's the next day when you get a hangover. Um, I always fancy a McDonald's. Yeah. I'm not gonna track that McDonald's. Um, but yeah, so alcohol is a massive one. Yeah, and I think okay, yeah, it's absolutely fine. Enjoy yourself, still keep your social life. That's something we're huge on promoting. Um, because we don't want anyone to not be living their life and enjoying themselves. But when you have got a goal, like we said, there does have to be some compromise. So it's about stopping drinking alcohol every single evening and maybe just leaving it to a Saturday and Sunday and factoring in, you know, two or three, one or two glasses of wine or whatever it is you drink, because it is going to have a negative impact. And also those, those calories from alcohol are, are being taken away from something, you know, really nutrient dense some good protein or some good micronutrients and often I think I find that people are saying they're really hungry um I'm just really hungry this week you know we've dropped my calories and I just but then there's alcohol calories like almost every day in the the diary so it's about making you know little little changes and swaps not to make it unenjoyable but there does have to be I think a period of time where you do have to you know give give things up a little bit or reduce reduce them just to if you have got goals and you want to see results like me at the moment i i know that i've got a lot of work to do so i have to be on point every single day now you know i'm not expecting overnight results it's going to take months because it took me months to sort of get to this point but all i can do now is tick the boxes every single day and keep on track the same as you with your prep all we can do is keep pushing and you know take action and take a bit of responsibility as well I think sometimes we've all done it in the past as well like I've you know blamed whatever I couldn't do it because of this and whatever it might be but sometimes we do just have to take a bit of responsibility don't we it's um you can usually keep your nutrition on point especially so yeah I just thought that was an interesting post to to talk about and something that's you know quite pertinent and something that I'm sure we'll bring up a lot of the time in the past because you know we've talked about unaccounted calories in terms of people like licking the spoon and <laughs> yeah. not putting the odd little thing in my fitness part yeah your piece of ham <laughs> and just being consistent I think you need a good period of consistency don't you that's that's ultimately what it's all about and what I preach is about being massively consistent yeah. in what you're doing. Well, another thing about consistency is like some people, like, right, I had a bad week last week, so this week I'm going to do extra steps, extra cardio. Well, that's great, but you've got to, you've got to keep consistent now because you can't just do that for one week and no. then and stop. So I had a client, I give her 20 minutes cardio, but for one week she did 30 minutes. I was like, that's great. You need to keep doing that now. We need to keep it at 30 minutes. And she's like, oh, I said, a good week now. I said, but you need to keep doing it. So you set yourself in the foot. I said, so your cardio was now 30 minutes because you need to be consistent. 
So like, don't add steps in, don't add cardio in. Like the plans we've given you, stick to them because you need consistency. We need, we need consistency in order for us to know the plans that we put you on work. So if you're adding stuff in and taking stuff away, that there's no consistency there. So like my client, if you're gonna add an extra 10 minutes on to your cardio every day, like you need to keep that in because we need consistency. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's all about. And that's why I'm, you know, I'm monitoring now, right, I'm definitely doing 20 minutes cardio post-workout every single day. I'm going to do 40 minutes cardio on one of my rest days. And that's what I'm going to keep it at. I'm going to do my 10,000 steps a day. And then I can monitor then if things are not working in a couple of weeks time, at least I know what I'm, what I need to swap and change from. I can be like, right, okay, I'm going to add in an extra five minutes cardio a day or something like that. Exactly. I said initially, if plan. Go on. If your cardio was all over the place, if one, one yeah. day you did 30, then 20, then 15, yeah. and then your calories were 1,600, 1,700, and you weren't getting results, like you, you don't know what's working. Well, exactly. That's the point, isn't it? It's, you can't, you don't know where to go then. Like, what do I do? What do I do? Like, what, what do you monitor? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, what gets measured gets managed, like I like to say quite often, <laughs> repeating to myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I think um I'm I'm really looking forward to knuckling down now and really just getting some results and I'm hoping you know within a few months time I'll be back to my normal sort of condition and body composition so loving the process at the moment getting stronger and stronger as well oh nice this week I'm actually I'm... enjoying prep are you yeah I think it's because it's different as well and it's got because last time I was given like a boring diet and I had the same thing for 18 weeks and it was like plain beef mince and veg and then it was chicken, a bit of almond butter and veg twice um, and then it was egg whites. It was ham but that got taken off quite quick. <laughs> it was just boring, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But this time I've got the yogurt and the chocolate and stuff which I eat anyway. I got the hex sausages, bagels, which so the food I'm enjoying and the cardio I'm enjoying because I like the spin bike. Um, but yeah, I'm actually enjoying being on prep and I like I like structure. Yes, me too. Me too, hundred percent. And uh, so much easier. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to getting the results. Good. I'm like lean now. I haven't been lean since 2018. I haven't seen my collarbones since 2018. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing that comes out on me as well. Like I go through a, a point where my collarbone, my chest, like and upper yeah. arms and shoulders look really lean. And then my lower half like looks completely different for ages. <laughs> yeah. My top half looks like I could do with eating a good burger. And then yeah. my bottom half looks like I should stop eating them. <laughs> it, it all comes off my face first. So that's when you know I'm losing weight because... It all it just like looks a bit gaunt and tiny. So I never feel like my face matches my body. <laughs> no, mine's the same. But yeah, I, I was, you know, I think it's been about a year since I was really lean. I was really lean last September, October time. And then I started to sort of come out of my cutting phase and eat a little bit more then. And obviously then the last six months was just so crazy that my training routine went out. So yeah, gained a lot. But I think my leanest was a good was two years ago so I don't know I just want to get back to a point now where I feel comfortable happy not necessarily shredded just comfortable so looking forward to that and I'm just loving training hard and heavy and pushing myself to the max I increased my every 
lift on my leg day by 10 kilos last week from the week before which had already increased by 10 kilos from the week before that so yeah push in push in nice and hard yeah all right cool well should we leave it there for today we've had a little bit of a yeah, I think we have a really good, like a little ad hoc chat with me. I think it's nice because usually, obviously, we plan in advance what we're going to say. We thought, do you know what? We're just going to jump on and we're just going to judge it. <laughs> yeah, just a bit of an insight into where we're at at the moment and what we've got coming up. But I think next week's podcast, we're going to get one of your clients on, Michelle. Yes, we're going to get Emma on. Um, just need to link our diaries together. But um, yeah, we're going to get Emma. So Emma has been with me. Whew, Around three years now, so she's been through quite a few oh, phases. Wow. Um, so she'll be an interesting one to get on. She's yeah. an ambassador as well, like Amy. So, um, yeah, so it'd be nice to have a chat to her. Yeah, amazing. I'm looking forward to finding out about her journey then. So, we'll we'll speak about that in the week. Awesome. So, right. yeah, so prep update again next week, guys. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. I'll have some more interesting update for you. But so far, all is good. Amazing. Hopefully my week will be positive as well i'll tell you about my afternoon tea <laughs> oh, but right yes. now i'm gonna go and train legs i'm gonna go and sort in my little puppy god oh, bless all right well i'll speak to you later thanks for listening guys thank you for listening bye, bye.